0: Hello and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. Uh, my name is John. And my name is Inga. And today we're going to talk about traditions and customs in
1: Armenia. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Inga, where are you from? Oh, actually, I'm from Armenia. So Armenia is one of the old ancient, I should say, ancient countries in the world with long rich and not always easy history. So it's a country with Uh, delicious fruits and vegetables where you can try uh, different delicious dishes. And of course, there are a lot of interesting sightseeing ancient temples and churches. And of course, there are a lot of modern and old foundries as well. Could you tell me the names of um, the biggest cities in Armenia? Biggest cities are the capital of Armenia. It's Yerevan. Yerevan. Mm -hmm. The second one is uh, Gyumri. Mm -hmm. I am from Gyumri. And the third one is Kirovakan. Okay. Okay. And how would you describe Armenians, the people? Oh, Armenians are, as travelers and visitors uh, have already noticed, Armenians are hospitable, friendly, and uh, kind people. So we have a gentle attitude towards children. We adore children. And of course, Armenians are, um, we have got firm families. We've got mutual respect. And of course, we respect the elderly, elderly people. It is just description, general description of Armenians. Mm-hmm. And
0: <clears throat> could you describe the Armenian language? I mean, Armenia's in the Caucasus, it's sort of the melting pot, the, the fusion between East and West, between Islam and Christianity. So how has that affected the language? Mm-hmm. You would
1: say? Right. You, we are a small country. Armenia is a small country. Well, our neighbors are generally actually Muslims, just Azerbaijan, Turkey, Iran. And we've got one more Christian country, it's Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, we have got great influence on Armenian language during this uh, history, historical mm-hmm. period of time. But I should say about, I should speak about Armenian alphabet. Mm-hmm. So, Armenians have established their own alphabet in the 5th century under Dominic, that is to say mm-hmm. in AD. An Armenian clergyman, Mesrop Mashtots, tried to create Armenian alphabet uh, which is based on uh, the Greek alphabet and Pahlavi script of ancient Prussia. So there is a special feature in Armenian alphabet which has um, not many languages in the world. That is to say it's a division of consonants into three categories, for example, just voiced consonants just b voiced voiceless and soft voiceless that is to say there are b b p g k k so there are 39 letters in armenian language and one more interesting fact about armenian language armenian alphabet so there we have got one character for each letter so for example in english we've got two characters for the sound sh s and h
2: mm-hmm.
1: ch C and H, but in Armenian language, you've got one character for each letter. There are also a lot of um, dialects and variations in Armenia. It's just a small country, but there are 33 dialects, and I don't understand most of them really. So when people speak, I'm a native speaker, but I don't understand these people. It's it's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, I'm oh, my... sorry, George. Can I add yes, one yes, more please interesting please sentence about um, Lord Byron? Mm-hmm. Lord Byron yes. used to visit Armenia for many times. And we've got, a, uh, in Kumbhri, we've got a school mm-hmm. n- named after Lord Byron. He used to say about Armenian language, that it's a uh, language to speak with God. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah, <laughs> certainly
0: is. So, um, my next question mm-hmm. right, might be quite difficult to answer if you know, there's 39 different dialects. Mm-hmm. How do Armenian people greet each other, presupposing they actually do speak the same dialect? So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, uh, during my lessons, I try to show different videos to my students. To We watch videos about different cultures and traditions in different countries, how people greet each other, how just uh, with different, um, how should I say it, with different uh, methods, with different ways. But Armenian people used to shake their hands, and of course, chico the kiss on a cheek, and hold their hands. So, women can hold their hands in the street, and it doesn't mean that they are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It means that they are very close friends to each other. Mm-hmm. So, it, it means that. Um, one more interesting fact I can say about Armenians, that they use French word merci, mm-hmm. instead of saying their long word, thank you. By the way, Armenian words are very long, very long words. So. I guess it is, they are lazy to use it, so that's why instead of saying they say merci. So when I go to Armenia, I also use this word merci instead of Why a French word rather? Actually, I don't know, but it's just um, maybe short word, Mm -hmm. short word to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, One more thing, very interesting. We use the word John with the names of people. Mm -hmm. John, John. Mm-hmm. Inga Jan. Yeah. It, it can show our warm attitude towards this person. It shows that we appreciate this person, we respect this person. So, I can say John Jan John, when I, whenever I see you, mm-hmm. the pointer in Big Apple School, <laughs> if you don't mind. So, I say Inga Jan. Inga Jan, right. Okay.
0: Right.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: and so, I... I... I know the, I think I know the answers. Are Armenians But I think you already
1: told me. Of course. <laughs> uh, Armenians are very hospitable. And when you come, you should come hungry to an Armenian family. When mm. you're invited somewhere, you should come hungry. Mm. Because we've got a um, tradition to feed everyone. Mm-hmm. We are ready to feed everybody with th- different delicious food. And you can find as much food on the table as it can hold. Really, and one more thing. Moreover, you will force to eat each dish on the table. (laughs) So, if you don't want to eat it, just um, it's a kind of an insulting thing to the Mm -hmm. host. So that's why, just come hungry, please, to an Armenian family, Mm -hmm. and not to in order to avoid embarrassment.
0: I see. (laughs) Okay, and these um, Armenians. Do they live in nuclear families or do they live in extended families?
1: Everybody knows it's a commonly known fact that Armenian families are big families Uh so um, we have to have three or four children in family but now it's not about nowadays Mm -hmm. this information is not about nowadays of course but uh, we uh, actually live with our parents Uh because we Uh, respect the elderly people so much you can't even imagine so it it is very important to take into um, account uh, the opinion of the elder elderly person it is very important thing so our parents um, used to uh, it's a kind of a concept they pay for our education they pay for our marriage they buy flats or houses for their children, and they are ready to raise their grandchildren whenever they need it, their parents need it. So our young parents work, Mm -hmm. but grandparents are ready to take care of their grandchildren. So always, just Mm -hmm. always. And as we um, respect them so much, we always um, try to consider every family issue Mm -hmm. Uh, with our parents, and we should pay attention. We should take their opinions. They are really wise, really wise. And one more interesting fact: that why do we live with them, and why do we consider their opinion? Because um, the percentage of divorces in our in Armenia mm-hmm. is very low. You know why? No. Nope. Because our parents before we get married, our parents just tell us their opinion about our future husbands or future wives. So that's why we take uh, into account, we take um, into, uh, we take their advice, mm-hmm. and of course we're in, in this choice. And uh, that's why when they say, oh, you know, it's a good boy, it, mm-hmm. it's a um, good girl, uh, you can marry. And if we like this person, of course, we marry. Mm. And that's why we have no divorces. Mm-hmm. except for low percentage, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have firm families, firm. It is very important. And we choose a future husband or a future wife once and for all, as all our parents. I see.
0: So um, a couple get married. Mm-hmm. Which parent do they live with?
1: with- the wife's parents or the husband's, husband's parent? parents? Husband's parents. It is parent. important. We oh. never live with wife's parents, never. I it see. is not for Armenian families. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: but what if the husband has like three brothers? Where do they live? They don't live So, t-
1: they buy a fa- flat. Yeah. Uh, his parents buy a flat mm-hmm. and this uh, guy goes to, to his family with his wife and children mm-hmm. to another flat to live. Mm-hmm. So, uh, usually, actually, parents, his parents live with the youngest one.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting.
1: Okay, I would assume it would
0: be the oldest one. Look.
1: No, the, the youngest one to help him. Maybe he's the younger, uh-huh. the youngest one, so that's why we help him. I don't I know, see. maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: uh, mm-hmm. um, and so are there any strange, unusual, traditional, peculiar, to westernized
1: <laughs> customs Oh my God, in yes, Many. John, there are a lot of strange, really unusual uh, customs and mm-hmm. traditions in Armenia. Just, uh, I will try to remember a couple of them. So, for example, newborn, newborn are only introduced to close family, close, 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 just relatives. Mm-hmm. So that you can't see a baby for 40 days. Mm -hmm. It is a kind of a superstition, of course. But uh, our parents pay attention to this fact so that uh, you can't show a baby, a newborn, to other people. Uh, They are afraid of uh, evil, Mm -hmm. afraid of bacteria. So Mm -hmm. it's important date, 40 days. Uh, One more interesting but strange thing about newlyweds. On uh, St. Valentine's Day, on the Fourteenth of February, mm-hmm. newlyweds jump over open fire. I did it. <laughs> I did it with How my husband. How big is this
2: open fire? It is
1: not so big, okay. but it is just enough to jump over. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a nice tradition. Uh, it is called in Armenian Terendes, which is uh, which means to help God to warm the planet, to warm the soil, the earth. Mm-hmm. It is in February, right uh, before spring. Mm-hmm and I defend ourselves against misfortune and evil.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After that, so all guests after newlyweds jump over this fire mm-hmm. and then we go enter the house and mm-hmm. we uh, treat them with delicious, of course, food and wine. Mm-hmm. Wine, it is also very important. Um, it comes from pre-Christian period,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when people worshiped fire and sun. But up to now we do it. It's mm-hmm. kind of a tradition. Uh, One more strange thing Mm -hmm. about Armenian girls. Okay. Armenian girls on this day, by the way, Mm -hmm. not married girls, Uh they eat a salty cookie. (laughs) salty Salty cookie, right. Our grandparents or our parents, moms, grandmothers, Mm -hmm. they cook salty cookie on this day according to a special recipe. Mm -hmm. So, these girls can't drink, mustn't drink water after this cookie. <laughs> it's a bit yeah, stretch. <laughs> so there is a special purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to bed mm-hmm. after eating the salty cookie in order to see their future husband or future, yeah, future husband, their future boyfriend in their dreams. Mm-hmm. This boy, this husband, in their dreams gives them a glass of water. And mostly, John, it coincides. They married to this person. By the way, my situation was the same. I saw my future husband in my dream on this day, Mm -hmm. and we got married.
0: Right, so the Mm -hmm. idea is you eat a salty cookie or biscuit, Mm -hmm. so that dehydrates you. So when you're asleep, you're dreaming of water. Yeah, 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 right. (laughs) uh, As you would. And Uh as you're dreaming, into your mind comes dashing young prince with Uh glass of water and he becomes your
1: husband. (laughs) Yes, it coincides, (laughs) it coincides. By the way, it's strange, of course, it's Mm. strange, but it mostly coincides. Okay, good. Uh, One more interesting fact is about about, um, splashing water on each other.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, In pagan Armenia, there was a goddess astrik, a god of love. Mm -hmm. So they used to go to her temple and uh, splash on each other with Rosy water. Mm-hmm. So after that, in Pagan Armenian, after that period of time, this tradition uh, pre- was preserved. So nowadays we also do these things in uh, summer, of course, in July at the end of July or at uh, the beginning of August. What do we do? Um, it is a total fun. So children, teenagers, adults—they run out of run out of their house with a bucket of water mm-hmm. and splash this water on each other. And the most important thing, that nobody is annoyed. Nobody is frustrated that, what have you done? I'm going to a special place it's just within my expensive dress, or I don't know it's expensive suit. No, no one. So everybody plays, everybody splashes this water and it's, it's fun, it's interesting.
0: So you're minding your own business, you're walking along the street and some <laughs> complete random stranger uh-huh. runs out of the house and throws a bucket of water over no. you.
1: It's okay. Yeah, okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's okay. What date is this? Um,. Yeah, there is isn't a fixed date. It's at the end of July. Okay. It, it is according to a calendar. Right. I, 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 I'm not sure about I'll the just date.
0: Rem- remember that. Yeah. Not to book a holiday yeah. to Armenia at <laughs> the end of July. At the end
1: of July. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do yeah, take, right. wear waterproofs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you should stay at home the whole day. Yeah. One day in yeah. a year. One day you should stay at home. I would
0: imagine July in Armenia is quite hot. Yeah,
1: way. it's really hot. Mm. E, especially in Yerevan in mm. the capital is just very up to plus forty degrees of centigrade. So
0: actually the probably the being chucked water thrown over you is probably quite
1: nice actually because it's that hot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hot and green. <laughs> yeah hot and green. Well, it's humid is it? Um, not so as in Novosibirsk mm. maybe mm. no
0: not okay. so much. And other unusual customs, particularly around
1: Christmas and New Year. Tell um, me about those. Actually, it is not so strange, not unusual. Usual. But of course, we uh, celebrate New Year and Christmas with, according to our traditional, mm-hmm. um, um, traditional ways. So, for example, we cook a special New Year cookie, big. Mm-hmm. And our grandmothers put there into this cookie a coin. Mm-hmm. A bitcoin, not too so. Yeah. Um, a person who gets this coin during the evening, he um, will be lucky mm-hmm. this year. This new year, he will be lucky. Uh, of course, um, mostly it's again coincides that this person is very lucky when he gets this coin. Of mm-hmm. course, we also. Um, um, Uh, present gifts to each other Mm -hmm. and the door of any house on this day is open and we are uh, ready to welcome everybody even strangers on these days and to treat this person
0: and is the date of Christmas in Armenia the same as in Russia or the same as in say the Western Europe?
1: Oh actually we begin celebrating on the 31st of December Ah. but uh, Christmas Mm -hmm. we have our special day, this is the 6th of January, Ah. in Russia it is the 7th of January, Mm -hmm. but Armenian one is on the 6th of uh, January, and we cook a special dish, which Mm -hmm. is called harissa. Mm -hmm. It is cooked with meat, um, chicken, Mm -hmm. chicken, and wheat. And everybody eats harissa on this day. Okay, We go to church, we Mm -hmm. pray, we light candles, of Mm -hmm. course, and after this church we come back we have guests, of course, mm-hmm. on this day, and we eat harissa. Okay. it is very tasty. It's like a porridge, like a porridge. Uh-huh. And it is the
0: church, the, the the traditional religion in in Armenia is Christian, obviously. But is it more like the Orthodox of Greece right. or Russian Orthodox? Right, or it's Orthodox. Right, it's Orthodox.
1: And Orthodox. Um, I'm really proud of being uh, that Armenia is the first country in the world that accepted. Christianity, adopted Christianity, it's the of course, first uh, um, official religion. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of churches, John, a mm-hmm. lot of churches in Armenia. In 301, Anna Domini. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was adopted for mm-hmm. the first time in Armenia. I was
0: I Armenia was then part of the Roman Empire, would I be right?
1: No, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure.
0: Google that one later then. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Inform (laughs) me please later as well. It's
0: very interesting to know. But but I have a feeling the weddings are quite extravagant affairs, are they?
1: Uh, Weddings, right, you're right. (laughs) So it is just a kind of a long ceremony. So uh, actually it is divided into Parts. Mm-hmm. So, the first one is proposal, mm-hmm. the second one is engagement, of course, and the last one uh, already as wedding day.
0: So, this is not all happen the same day, surely,
1: now. no? <laughs> no, no, quite, <a, laughs> quite another day. So, proposal is organized, uh, at the meal held in bride's house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the groom arrives there with some relatives and his close friends there, and the eldest member of his family, the groom's family, just... Um, actually performs the proposal. If the bride's family gives positive answer, they drink coffee. By the way, we adore coffee. Armenians okay. adore coffee. We drink coffee with sweets.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After that, the wedding day is set. Mm-hmm. So before wedding day, we've got a special days where when brides, uh, brides and grooms go to go shopping,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, try to uh, feed on Mm, Wedding dress, Mm -hmm. shoes, bags, and a lot of jewelry. A lot of jewelry. So actually, uh, we have a lot of guests on wedding day. But I remember my wedding, there were 200 people. It was a big restaurant, a big hall. Uh, There were relatives of my and my husband's uh, family, but their parents, their grandparents, actually, we have never seen them before, and we don't see them right now, we don't know them. But actually, we have to invite them, it's a kind of a tradition Mm -hmm. as well. And we invite neighbors, friends, relatives, far close, it doesn't matter, so everybody's present. And all of them, so the tables are full of food. Mm Just barbecue, by the way, it's the main dish. Barbecue, <laughs> and uh, we dance a lot. Armenian dances, of course. We dance a lot, so it's nice thing, of mm-hmm. course, nice. But um, maybe Western countries can consider it strange enough to have 200 guests, 250 guests. What about you, John? Uh, what about England, or well, Great Britain?
0: Yes, I think. Um, some weddings can be very large. How big is mine now? 100, I think. Oh, 100. Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual to have um, a large number of guests at a wedding. Um, and just like in Armenia, you, you end up inviting distant relatives you don't see from one uh-huh. year to the next, <laughs> you never see again. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the same goes for certain friends, and you're always obligated to invite. Uh, the great maiden aunt who lives in Newcastle and mm-hmm. can't get there, so you have to... I mean, I remember that evening before my wedding, I'm going to uh-huh. go and collect <laughs> my wife's aunt from some distant place and driver to Bristol. Uh-huh. And I've never met a woman before and never met again, uh-huh. so there you go. Uh, but it's not unusual to have big weddings in Britain, mm-hmm. but they cost a fortune. Okay? Oh. yeah, it, I mean, They... People, I believe in Britain, they're talking about somebody spending 20, mm-hmm. thirty thousand pounds each wedding. Oh my god! It's yeah.
1: really expensive. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, is it expensive now? Yeah, no. expensive, of mm-hmm. course. Everything expensive. Just yeah. to, to have just a lot of guests to uh, treat them with different uh, expensive dishes. Mm-hmm. It's, of course, it's it mm-hmm. costs a
2: fortune.
1: Cost of what fortune. What about your strange traditions? Maybe you have something strange with connected with weddings? No, not just the cake. Just a cake. A, no, no, Big a, cake.
0: Yeah, in tears normally, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And the idea used to be you'd, you'd, you'd eat the bottom mm-hmm. cake, yeah. yeah well, okay, and that would be doled out amongst the guests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the next tea, you'd keep that for mm-hmm. the christening
1: oh, of the firstborn. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I don't know if that's still okay, the last one. Okay. But what do you actually present, John, on wedding day? What did you get on this day? Me well, I'm on your strings.
0: strings we swap. We don't go give each other presents. Just, just we
1: rings. have a tradition to present money. Oh. The most right, the most, more often people yeah. present money. So more, close relatives know what do they need
2: mm-hmm. actually.
1: Maybe some equipment. Mm-hmm. Maybe some just the kind of a, maybe trip to mm-hmm. warm countries.
0: Ah, uh, sorry, I misunderstood what. I thought you meant what does the bride and groom exchange between themselves? No, 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 about oh, relatives. Ah, what? Are, oh, yes. yes, yes, just similar. Yes. Uh-huh. In fact, it's very mercery and very organised because uh-huh. you produce what's called a wedding list, oh, and <laughs> really? and it can be as uh-huh. specific as page seventy three of such and such a catalogue, <laughs> um, this colour, mm-hmm. this size, uh-huh. you know, and people write back in saying yes, we've chosen that, so you don't get. So oh, okay. There's always the standing joke about you've got four toasters for your uh-huh. wedding, or when they came, yeah, like electric sure. carving knives. Sure. I've had quite a few electric carving knives uh-huh. on my wedding day, because not everyone sticks to
1: uh-huh. me. Okay. But do you inform them before? Oh, yeah, a long time. Before. Before. They call you and they say. It goes with you the know, wedding
0: don't. invitation, right? Oh, great. <laughs> the list goes in the same envelope.
1: Okay. So you write, you put down, I don't have this, this, this thing, mm-hmm. and you can choose what yes, to yeah, present. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's quite just normal things. Yeah. Not to buy four toasters or no, washing machines, right? trying to right. avoid four toasters, yeah, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Actually, we p- prefer to present money. Mm-hmm. In an envelope, mm-hmm. uh, you can buy whatever you want, whatever you need, yeah. it's just quite... Well, that's quite logical, yeah. isn't it? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right,
0: so we've done weddings. Mm-hmm. Now, thing is, <clears throat> are you proud of being an Armenian Inga? Uh, of course. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And <laughs> of what, particularly, course. are you proud of?
1: I'm really proud that my country was the first country, as I've already told you, Mm -hmm. that adopted Christianity, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's an official religion. I'm really proud of it. So I'm really proud that our cognac, our brandy, Mm -hmm. which is called Ararat, Mm -hmm. uh, is known all over the world. Mm -hmm. So even Winston Churchill used to drink only Armenian cognac of 50 degrees, John. Really? which was called Dvin, dvin mm-hmm. of 50 degrees. And one more you interesting... mean 50 degrees. Percent. Yes, percent, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> very strong. <Yeah. laughs> and only Armenian one. Mm-hmm. And one more interesting fact that one bottle of 70 years old cognac mm-hmm. was sold in London's auction mm-hmm. for $120,000. Wow. The most expensive cognac, I guess. I wonder, you you couldn't drink it though, could you? No, I can't. Armenian women don't drink, Mm. by the way. We can just uh, sip Mm -hmm. uh, wine, Mm -hmm. a little bit wine during Mm -hmm. our holidays, Mm -hmm. but we don't drink. Our men drink wine, sometimes Mm -hmm. they try cognac. Mm -hmm. We have all this alcohol on tables Mm -hmm. during our uh, holidays, but actually, we don't drink, especially Armenian women. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one I'm really proud of, John, it's our lavash. It's our bread, which is made in a tandoor. It's a mm-hmm. kind of a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a thin pita, mm-hmm. thin pita, mm-hmm. which is uh, listed by UNESCO as part of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Uh-huh. It's a really serious thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. One more also thing
0: with the idea is is so that somebody can't set up a lavash uh-huh. baking enterprise somewhere in, say, Solihull in Birmingham in England and say, uh-huh. Look, genuine Armenian lavash, uh, no, really? no, 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 <laughs> We're not allowed to do that. That's, that's to
1: protect the, yeah. Yeah. the so that's heritage. Protected like. it, heritage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one, our rocks, Armenian yeah. rocks. We've got Persian rocks as well. Mm-hmm. But Armenian rocks is kind of a must-do activity. It, it used to be a must-do activity. Wow. Our women used to weave rocks mm-hmm. with different colors and different patterns, mm-hmm. which is also very important, I guess. So to have warm floors, mm-hmm. to have warm um, walls. So that's why we have big, small, with different sizes. And uh, we use them. Mm-hmm. We use them. One more thing that what I'm walls really... Walls as well as yeah, the, the walls floor, floor, Right, floor, yeah. right. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One more thing that I'm really proud of is our Hachkars. It is, that is to say, it's cross stones. Mm-hmm. Cross stone, right. With different interlaces and botanical subjects on it. It has also been inscribed in UNESCO's list of intangible cultural heritage. Oh, you
0: mean like gravestones?
1: Right. Yeah, so they, a simple it's, cross, they... It's not actually graves, gravestone, John. It's a kind of a stone, big stone with a big cross on it. Oh, I see, I see. And a lot of patterns mm. next to this big cross. A lot of patterns. Even pomegranates there. Pomegranates, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. So little, a lot of curves on this stone. Mm-hmm. And with different colors as well. Mm-hmm. Just pink color, black color of these cross stones. And that, oh. How how old are these stones then? They're really old, Mm -hmm. they're really old. And the colours have survived? Yeah, yeah. What are they put on with? So they're just, uh, it's kind of a culture, Mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. I've already told you about Mm pomegranates. It is also our symbol, symbol of Armenia pomegranates. By the way, what is your symbol? Have you got a symbol in Great Britain?
0: Oh, let's see. Um, Maybe fruit, maybe. Fruit. Mm -hmm. Not really. Uh, Roses. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: There's the red rose of Lancashire and the white rose of Yorkshire. Uh Um, But that's to do with royal houses and there was a war of the roses about 600 years ago, so we won't go into that. Um, Symbols. We put three lions on a football shirt. Uh (laughs) So it's a lion, I think. I think it's a lion. Peculiar, a lion, you, you know, no. <laughs> why Why a lion, I don't know. After all, there's uh-huh. no lions anywhere maybe near it's Britain.
1: it's a power. It's it a it mm-hmm.
0: Britain's far from the only country that has a lion oh, as its national okay. symbol. I mean, I think, I'm trying to think of another country that does, but there are several, which also don't have lions in them. If uh-huh. you,
1: know?
0: uh-huh. you imagine if Sierra alone had a lion as its national uh-huh. symbol, that'd be obvious, but Britain, why, we don't know.
1: <laughs> the pomegranates are our symbol and uh, they symbolize good fortune and fertility. Uh-huh. It is also seen in stone carvings in historical manuscripts
2: uh-huh.
1: as a common ornament. Uh-huh. And I'm really proud that uh, Serge Tangyan is Armenian. Do you know him? No. He's a famous uh, singer in, in the band System of Dawn. Charles Navu. do you know him? Oh, hang on, Charles yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, He's yeah, Armenian, actually. Yeah. Who is he? Yeah, he's Armenian. Yes, I'm, he used to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the and he <laughs> used to help Armenians a lot with money, with a lot of buildings that he tried to construct mm-hmm. after big earthquakes. He, he only died recently, yeah. didn't he? Very recently, because he's very old. He was 90 years old yeah, already. Yeah.
0: Uh, I remember him, yes. Yes, he, he's yeah, Armenian. He had quite a big hit in the 1970s in Britain, I think. Oh, I'm trying to remember it now. I vaguely remember. I can't
1: yeah. remember the tune.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, I do remember the tune. Yeah, she's Armenian. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm really proud
1: of this fact as well. Mm-hmm. And one more thing Aram Khachaturian, the well known uh, composer. His oh, ballets, operas or Can it again? Aram Khachaturian. Do you know him? Have you you mean cat? As Hach- in K- uh, right. I- I've heard
0: it pronounced yes, Kachachurian. Yes. Really? Oh, maybe. in,
1: Ar- in So Armenian <laughs> yeah. pronunciation would be Aram Ar- Khachataryan. Ar- Ar- I think the piece of
0: music I've heard is the Sabre Dance. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Right. I right. Yes. Um, and yeah. I, I seem to recall back in the 1960s, a uh, guitar group uh-huh. did uh-huh. a version of Saber dance, oh. and it reached the top 10 in yeah, 1963.
1: Really. So, he's Armenian <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm just really proud of this mm-hmm. fact. Okay. Well, that was really interesting, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, thank you. So I, I, I'm i so excited to have an opportunity to tell, to speak about our traditions and customs, uh, because Armenia is very small, and many people don't know, even have, haven't heard about Armenia. Mm-hmm. There are such people, by well, the way. I'm,
0: I'm you, you stimulated my interest, and it's on, on my list of places to visit
1: now. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad, <laughs> I'm glad.
0: Okay, uh, thank you very much, uh, Inga. Um, this is John and Inga signing off from Big Apple. Thank you very much.
1: See you very soon. Bye. In next video in next podcast maybe. Maybe. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.